0: car accidents are the number one killer of teenagers in this country.
1: That's right, that's why we're getting a crash course in driver's ed. And And this is is Chick to Chick. Chick.
0: All right, we want to start by giving a shout-out to Three Little Birds for providing our clothes for today's podcast. That's right, and you can shop Three Little Birds in Mechanicsburg, Hershey, and Lancaster. Thank you so much, Margaret. Thanks, Margaret. All right, back to the topic, teenagers, car accidents. Try to understand this. More than 2,500 teenagers are killed in car accidents every year in this country, more than 200,000 are injured and just talking about this gives me ptsd mm-hmm. like i'm going back to that time uh, when my son was looking to drive and more importantly when i was trying to teach him to drive it was like my anxiety was through the roof and you're in the thick of this right uh, now you
1: feel it this is the last daughter to get a crash course from me in driver's ed, but I don't feel so good about it anymore. It makes me very nervous, maybe because I'm older and I know that there's so much out there that can go wrong. So we enlisted in some help. Today we have Bill Hottam and he is a former Pennsylvania state police officer. Now he's a driving instructor for Platinum Driving School. Bill, you're just a shade nuts. You've got (laughs) newly permitted kids and you're driving them around. I can't imagine what this is like. Why are you doing this?
2: Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm doing it because I, being a trooper for 25 years and 31 years in the military, it, you see a lot of things that, on a daily basis, that most people really shouldn't see, um, and mainly with accidents. Um, I'm doing this because it's for, you know, our future leaders or future generations in this world. Hopefully they can, you know, get just a little bit of knowledge from us being prior law enforcement to help them succeed, you know, in life and on the road. That's that's why I'm doing it now.
0: Okay, so you start with a teenager um, and I'm going to go back to my son who I would get in the car with him and he wouldn't listen to me. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Hit the brake. No, no, no. Turn on your (laughs) turn signal. Oh, my God. You're going to hit that car in front of you. I felt like he wasn't listening to me. Do kids do better when they're taught how to drive when they're not with their parent and they're with someone like you?
2: They absolutely do. And they, it, as soon as I get them in the car, I, I explain that to them. I'm like, look, I'm a parent. I'm not your parent. Uh huh. I said, so, you know, understand that, you know, you know what your parents are looking for and what, when you're driving with them, you know, what's, bothering them uh we're going to fix that first of all so i get them to tell me well what do they say that you're doing right or wrong um and when we come back that day they they got they're not going to have that problem anymore. um but no they they listen and they acknowledge and they do you know all the instructions we're giving them they're they go right to it without hesitation they might not like it especially when we jump on the highway but they're getting there
1: So Shay (laughs) went driving with Bill last last week, and she had a great time. Now, I just want to tell you something, Bill. Uh, The most that I drove with Shay was like 45 minutes to an hour at max. And she didn't really talk to me a whole heck of a lot. She was just trying to really focus in on everything. And we didn't really talk much after the driving. And she comes in with Bill, and she is chatty, chatty, chatty. Bill, walk us through those first—that first time that you're taking a child out. You, you can even talk about what what it was like with Shay.
2: Well, yeah. Um, so, I, you know, depending on what school they're at, we we're we're picking them up at the school, um, and it's kind of funny with girls because they'll walk up to the car and they'll, you know, they're a little tentative at first. Um, and I kind of break the iceberg with, "Hey, listen, you know." <clears throat> this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. Um, I know you've been in school for a while, so tell me where do you want to go Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? (laughs) And I kind of break the ice that way because they have been sitting in school all day and they're probably tired and that kind of peps them up right away. And it's, it's actually funny to see the ones that choose one or the other. I kind of hope they pick one, but they pick the other, which I'm okay with that. Um, and I break the iceberg first by just explaining to everything in the car like understanding their controls, understanding what they have to do. Um, And then from there, once we get all that, we we head on out. And from that point on, and I tell them this, I'm talking nonstop for two hours. Um, And I find that when you're talking to them, they're not worrying about doing something wrong. They're just worrying about, listening to what we're saying and then doing it and it's it seems to work really really well with the kids they, they kind of enjoy it and then I just we'll just talk about anything as long as they're driving and I'm we're able to evaluate their driving I can talk to them about school sports boyfriends girlfriends whatever they want to talk about we just chat away for two hours
0: so you bribe them at first and then you put them at ease <laughs> is that what I got there <laughs>
2: I like No, that. I actually like doing that with the. You're right. It does put them at ease because they're getting in a car with a stranger. Um, the girls are funny. They're like, I can't go out with my new boyfriend because my parents don't know him, but they're sending me <laughs> to you after school and putting me in a car. Well, you I'm seem, like, well, that's really funny. Yeah.
0: You seem, you seem pretty harmless. Um, and do you just teach them the rules of the road? Or do you go beyond and teach them the dangers of texting and driving? Do you teach them about the dangers of drinking and driving? And do you share those sobering statistics with them about how many kids are killed in car accidents every year? And how do you get that message across to them? Um,
2: Yes, and that's a great question. I I do, and I hit on that really, really hard. Um, And I start with them by saying, look, this is who I am. This is my background. This is what I used to do. Um, I know how to drive a vehicle. I not only drove it here, I drove it numerous times overseas and multiple different deployments with the military. So you can drive anywhere. It's, it's, it's a vehicle, but the way that I approach it with them, I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you everything that I've observed over my years, working as a trooper on the road. Um, the accidents you just tell me if, if this is what you want to hear or talk about or or if it's something that you're just not really comfortable with hearing and all of them are like sponges they just want to hear what's going to what is the main concerns out there and you hit it it's it's distracted driving period and i hit on that hard i grab my phone and i'm like this phone right here is going to get you with the new penalties in pennsylvania um depending on what happens, but if there's a fatality involved of why you're texting, you're probably looking at, and I have it here in front of me, anywhere from 12 to 15 months in Cumberland County prison.
1: And, And I'm thankful that you're having those conversations. Sometimes kids are a little parent deaf and they're not paying attention. Coming from you, you have seen things. So what parents, what should parents know when they're taking their kids out and, and starting to drive with them if they don't have the opportunity to do a driving school like you offer?
2: Well, what they should start doing is having them really understand everything that goes with the car. And it's not just driving. Um, it's the insurance. It's a registration. Where do we put that? Um, it's the, it's the um, inspection sticker. And a lot of people don't, they just kids will look at that and I'll ask them, do you know what that is? And they'll be like, no, I'm like, what's your inspection sticker? Um, And I explained to them what it works. And and the reason is because if it's not, if it's expired, you're probably going to get stopped. Um, And then a 16 year old, why am I being stopped? They don't understand what that is. Um, Understanding where your um, spare tire is, if you, if it, you know, if you get a flat or who to call. Nowadays, we can just call AAA and, and they'll just come out. But giving those kids more information of what to do other than driving and how everything applies to the same goal, I, I think is a big thing for parents. They really need to, you know, when they get in the car, they just know where everything is at and what it's used for.
0: I, I think that a lot of kids get behind the wheel and they're eager to drive. But as you pointed out, they don't even know how the car really works. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't understand, well, it needs an oil change. And as you brought up, they don't understand that the car has to be inspected. What is the one thing that you say to kids, the one thing that really hits home with them and drives home the message that really they're getting behind the wheel of something that could potentially kill someone else? or they could kill themselves.
2: Yeah, so um, the way that I explain to them is different scenarios. Um, and the one I like to use the best, which a lot of kids don't, and even adults don't really think about, majority of your bad, bed crashes that you we see every day in this area are not at the initial accident, it's at the backlog. And the most vulnerable position, this is what I'll tell the kids, the most vulnerable position you can ever be in, in a car, is when you're that last car in line on the highway and you can't see who's coming up behind you. So, and I'll take them through and say, you need to stop 10, 12, 14 car lengths behind you. And I said, and once you stop and you have your four ways on, the only place you're looking is that mirror. And now you have to start asking yourself or even play the what if game. What if that car is not going to stop? Where are your outlets to go? and it's either in the grass or it's, in the, it's down the berm. And I tell them, look, anything on a car can be replaced. You can't be replaced. And once they hear that, they're like, okay, now I understand. And I just think it's something that people on a daily, even adults don't think about when we're stopped on this highway, because we're so used to always being at a standstill. But when you're that last car, you're, that's as vulnerable as you're ever gonna get out there on this highway.
1: Bill, that's great advice. And I thank you for taking not only my child, but other kids out because it's only keeping the rest of us safer. So thank you so much for joining us today. Bill, if people no. want more information
0: about your program and the school, where can they get that information?
2: Well, we have a website. It's platdrive.com or um, they can call us uh, at 717-386-3668. Thanks,
0: Bill. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah boy, so many important things that he talked Mm -hmm. about. And uh, I mean, it was stressful. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. It was stressful uh, teaching my son how to drive and getting in the car with him. And you know what? The other thing too is like, it's inevitable. Like these kids are gonna get into an accident and they need to know what to do and how to handle it. And boy, if you can
1: uh, uh, prevent it and avoid that from happening, isn't that a blessing? It is a blessing. It gives me a lot of ease. So I encourage a lot of parents to take use of anything like this that they have in their area. And you know what? We appreciate you being with us today. You can head over to our Chick to Chick YouTube channel, like, and subscribe. And until we are back to chirp about another topic.